Hello, and welcome to Geek Between the Lines, the podcast that normally explores compelling themes in some of our favorite geeky properties. I'm Brittany. And I'm Chris. And instead of one of our normal episodes, we are having a special two-year anniversary episode for our podcast and talking about what we're going to be doing next. Yeah, it's been two years. I know, right? Some, In some ways, it seems like it's been longer, and in some ways, it's like, wow, it's already been two years. It definitely feels shorter to me. That's because I'm doing the editing. <laughs> that, that, that might very well be true, but... Yeah, and it's been now one year since our Patreon launched as well. So so there's a lot lot to celebrate, and I'm really excited to kind of talk about what we got coming up and, and, you know, all the ways that we've been able to engage with these these amazing properties and, of course, our, our awesome fans. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we started two years ago uh, as Geek Critique. We have since, of course, rebranded to Geek Between the Lines. But uh, a lot of, of kind of what we've done has stayed the same over that time period, where we have been looking at these five properties and analyzing them through these these really interesting themes that we've kind of come up with together. And then obviously with some fun sorting chat and special episodes along the way. Yeah, of course. And and some of those, those special episodes have been among my favorites. Not only bring on guests like Kimberly Taylor Pestel for our one year anniversary, but also talking to Aaron about Spider-Verse and Star Wars. All those are, are really, I think, amazing episodes, not only because we were talking about things that are really cool, but the conversations that we had were really interesting. Do you have any kind of favorite episodes or anything that, that stick out to you two years in? I don't know about favorite episodes. I feel like... Oftentimes I'll be editing and I'll be like, oh, I want to replace this one with my previous favorite episode. So that kind of constantly changes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed so many of them. I, I think one I think we both had a lot of fun doing was the Defiance and Harry Potter episode, which we talked so much and so long that we had to split it into two episodes <laughs> so that it wouldn't be like over an hour long. That was um, really, really great. Yeah. And even yeah. Our, our most recent Harry Potter episode, Loneliness, I think also went, went really well too. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes it's like the episodes that you wouldn't necessarily expect, like play in Lord of the Rings where you're like, huh, I I wouldn't necessarily have been thinking about this in that way. Those are always a fun surprise too. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, to to give the listeners kind of a peek behind the curtain, obviously we kind of randomize our themes each week for what the following week we're going to cover, but we do kind of have a curated list per each series where we've thought, you know, these are these really interesting things that we have, but does this really make sense with this particular series and sometimes we've taken one out but sometimes we've been kind of like maybe you can find something there and I think play was a good example of that with Lord of the Rings where it's like hmm what what could we see with that here I guess I could see maybe doing something and and when it came up I think it it went it was a lot of fun funnily enough to do play in Lord of the Rings (laughs) but yeah I definitely I always I have always appreciated our episodes on ability in Hmm. the different series that we've actually covered thus far and I look forward to getting to those in in the future for the series that we haven't talked about it yet because that's a near and dear to my heart topic so it's always interesting and fascinating sometimes disappointing sometimes Mm. exciting to 
to apply that to a series that you love and look at where they're doing things well and where they need a little help. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think the ability in Avatar w- might be my favorite Avatar episode. It's probably either that one or nationalism in Avatar. Mm-hmm. But then there was gender. Oh, that which was, was also, also so great. good. Yeah. Avatar is just great. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the hard thing. You can't choose favorites because the series <laughs> are so good and then the topics are great and yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but I guess, is there anything that you've kind of, in the past two years of podcasting in this format, is there anything that you've kind of learned, whether about podcasting, yourself, the series, any or all of the above? I mean, I'm constantly learning from you every day, and that's just my life of the last more than two years, but uh, definitely on the podcast, you know, I think that you you bring a really amazing perspective, and, and I could not do this podcast with anyone else, I can imagine, you know, because I think that you bring such a great critical and compassionate eye to things, but I think that kind of looking at how I engage with podcasts, I definitely sense a lot more of behind the scenes things of what's going on and I, and I found I followed creators more too where I've tried mm-hmm. to like look into what they talk about when it comes to creation of podcasts and even I found myself listening and being like I've said something different about kind of how they're doing this episode from other episodes and I think that's been been kind of interesting and definitely something I've only learned since doing this for so long hmm yeah that makes sense did anything and also, to you? oh, thank you. I wasn't fishing for compliments, but I will take them if you want to give them to me. <laughs> that's the difference is I, I fish for the compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I don't like to give them to you. That's yes. the only reason I don't. That's the only one, I'm sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I think for me, I mean, really, in the past two years, I've learned everything about editing and researching microphones and structuring how our podcast episodes are looking you know all of that was completely different from our previous ones so yeah I've I've learned a lot about that I appreciate now how much work can go into it for other podcasts out there and yeah I think there's definitely been some kind of aha moments just in talking about the series which is one of the reasons I enjoy doing it yeah, just sometimes you think about something that you never would have thought of if you hadn't needed to find a compelling question mm-hmm. about compassion in the Hunger Games or whatever it would be. And I think ever after, anytime you consume that series again, those thoughts will come to mind. So I've definitely really enjoyed that. And I think sometimes it's made me like even appreciate series even more than before Mm. or like particular characters even more so yeah yeah i think that honestly doing this has made harry my favorite character in harry potter oh my god right yes doing this podcast has made me just love harry absolutely i mean talking about the aha moments for me it was courage in harry potter that episode and seeing wow harry is as a child such a courageous giving person and it's just so touching and so profound and it's definitely made me really appreciate that character so much more as a clear example and i think that it is so funny because yeah he's the series namesake you know like it's about him but so much of the rest of the world and the other characters are are so vibrant and so amazing that for a long time i think i i projected myself onto him and i didn't really see him as his own character enough 
And this has helped me to do that a lot mm. more and see him, I think, more more holistically. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like out in the world, I don't know if I've ever met someone who Harry is their favorite character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, analyzing the books and looking at characters and plot lines and compelling questions, like it's made a significant difference to be like, no, Harry's the best. <laughs> well, what's changed for you in this last year since we, we launched our Patreon? It's really cool to know that we have the support to be able to have a different platform to engage. Mm-hmm. And there's even feedback we've gotten from our patrons for not only what we're going to be doing over the next couple of months, which we'll, we'll get to very shortly, but also just for like other special episodes that we're going to do coming up summer slash fall. So yeah, just the fact that they're supporting us and it's it's the real reason that we're able to continue producing this podcast during this pandemic because mm-hmm. without their support, they, they enabled us to get a new podcast microphone. And even though we got that before <laughs> the pandemic happened, just to improve the sound quality of our episodes... Now we can use our old microphone since before we always used to record together. And now since we're not in the same household, they're enabling us to still have a podcast with audio that's not horrendous. (laughs) So (laughs) we are very grateful. And I'm sure all of you (laughs) listeners are very grateful as well. Yeah, exactly. I, I know I've I've felt so much gratitude to to our patrons and and the vast majority of them stayed with us all year too, which is I think also so amazing. And that is really really meaningful. And they've allowed us to do a lot more, you know. They've they've got us the the new microphone for sure, but they've also helped to keep the the podcast a little bit more sustainable as you've put in more and more work doing the editing and social media and things like that. Oh yeah. And we got business cards because of them and all sorts of great stuff. But I guess we should go into what we'll be doing for the next couple months. Yeah. You mentioned that we talked about this with our patrons online and it's something that we've been kind of excited about the prospect of because it's not just going to be our regular look at one of our five series through a theme. We're going to spend about two months looking at one specific book. So if you were not aware, Suzanne Collins, who wrote the Hunger Games trilogy, has written a new book that came out just yesterday. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. And it is a prequel book that happens 64 years before the opening of the Hunger Games trilogy. So we decided that we are going to take a little break from our normal five series rotation and just read through this book for the next, yeah, about two months. And we encourage you and invite you to read along with us. So Next week, we're going to come out with the first episode, and every episode will announce the next chapters we're going to read, so that if you want to read along with us, I know sometimes it can be hard to pace yourself because her books are usually page turners, (laughs) but (laughs) if you want to, you could always hold off starting the book for like a few weeks, so we've already put out an episode every week. 
but every episode won't be every chapter. It'll be every few chapters. We're aiming for around reading about, or each episode covering about 50, 60 pages. Yeah, we're hoping to have this be 10 episodes or less, and it is a fairly thick book, but uh, we don't want to make this the new podcast forever. <laughs> so we thought that going through it at a more brisk pace than one chapter each week is, is a good idea. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, we're just really excited after two years of doing the podcast as we've been doing it to go on a little adventure that's also short term, <laughs> but <laughs> we're hoping that you join us and are excited about it too. Yeah, it's definitely uh, just a temporary thing. We'll go there and back again to our regular <laughs> style, but it's going to be fun. And, and hopefully we'll also have some more opportunities to connect with you all. Yeah, so for our patrons, we're going to be hosting discussions about the chapters every week. You can join us on Patreon as well for as little as $1 a month. And also at the end, when we finish the book, we're going to host a Zoom meeting to discuss and debrief and see each other face to face. If people want to turn their cameras on, we will have our cameras on, which we're not used to because normally we just talk into a microphone and are in our PJs or whatever, but we will be presentable for you. <laughs> exactly. So this is the perfect time to, to get onto our Patreon to join us uh, as we read through the Ballad of Songbird and Snakes. And of course, it gets you access to all the other great content that we, we've been creating. You know, we've got our Pensieve episodes where we talk about our childhood memories. We've got our monthly recommendations, which I think have been some of our, our most popular added content that we've done, where we talk about other books and podcasts and TV shows and other things that we really love and that our community seems to really love too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, Chris, if you want to read us the little brief synopsis of the book, and then we can discuss uh, what we're looking forward to. It is the morning of the reaping that will kick off the 10th annual Hunger Games. In the capital, 18-year-old Coriolanus Snow is preparing for his one shot at glory as a mentor in the games. The once mighty House of Snow has fallen on hard times. Its fate hangs on the slender chance that Coriolanus will be able to outcharm, outwit, and outmaneuver his fellow students to mentor the winning tribute. The odds are against him. He's been given the humiliating assignment of mentoring the female tribute from District 12, the lowest of the low. Their fates are now completely intertwined. Every choice Coriolanus makes could lead to favor or failure, triumph or ruin. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it sounds like it's going to be a great addition to the series. What what are you what are you looking forward to uh, for reading this? At first, I was like, "Wait, this has to do with snow? <laughs> Why?" But I actually am kind of interested. Well, first of all, I think from it being more uh, the mentor side, it's fascinating yes. in general. Uh, so that's going to be really interesting, and I'm hoping with that comes showing some of the foundational work that went into making the Hunger Games when Katniss enters 64 years later. Society couldn't have been the same as it was. The capital couldn't have been the same as it was only 10 years in after all of these battles and whatnot. So yeah, I'm just really interested to see what Panem society is like at the time and what are the differences and what are the things that 
you see as precursors for what will happen later, not only with Snow, but with the oppressive regime and oppressive tactics. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've talked so much on our Hunger Games episodes about how the Hunger Games are themselves about those oppressive systems, right? How they are exemplifying these ideas of complacency and conflict and classism and all these other kinds of things. And it was going to be really interesting to see how that was built, the intention behind that, because we we Mm -hmm. saw it in place and we're able to have really great critique and anal- analysis of that but i think that seeing more of kind of how that is intentionally made is, is going to be really fascinating yeah for sure it'll be interesting to see what she does with his character whether he starts out as bad as he ends or whether that too was built along the way yeah it, it's definitely interesting because i'm kind of I'm very torn, and we'll talk a lot about this, I'm sure, as we go through the book, but I I think that redemption stories, especially prequel redemption stories, a la, like, the Joker movie, don't really do anything for me. I don't think that, you know, trying to make it so that a, a villain who, cre- you know, commits mass murders or genocide or all these other kinds of horrible, horrible things, sexual exploitation of minors, like, just awful, awful things that we should necessarily be like working on humanizing those types of characters but at the same time maybe we should be able to humanize people not only so that we can learn from the ways to stop those kinds of things but also because that's just the most compassionate thing to do is to humanize and to see the the humanity of even those that we disagree with and our enemies but i think it's going to be really really difficult and interesting and, and i have faith in collins that we'll be able to have an interesting view of humanity of this inhuman character yeah i it's it's a prequel so it can't be a redemption story right because there was no redemption in the end so yeah it'll just be interesting to see because a lot of the people who are doing some of the most heinous things, how many of them when they were 18 were they doing those same things? Hmm. I'm sure there are a lot that had similar mindsets or similar cruelty, but I'm sure that there was, you know, a ton more probably that weren't quite as cruel or villainous to begin with. Yeah. So... I really hope that it's not going to be like, oh, for some reason we're going to, like, try to make this white oppressor man not seem as bad as he ends up being. Or, or not justified, right? Yeah, that it won't take any of the gravity away from that. Exactly. But, but people are complex and, oh, well, they're just this way and they've always been this way and there's no other depth or no other aspects to their personality that's also not humans either so it will be interesting i mean i don't expect them to be as good as the trilogy because what is (laughs) but i am definitely looking forward to get into her writing again and hopefully have some questions that we've even brought up in some of our compelling questions our missed opportunities have some of those explored will be fascinating yeah that's the thing about Snow being the main character that is exciting is that the perspective is now a character who is involved in the court politics and the intrigue and is knowledgeable about about the state as a whole. And so, you know, while Katniss, she didn't really know much about the other districts 
and she didn't really know about much about the real history of Pan Am. Now we'll have a character who does know those things, and so maybe we'll get to hear some of those things. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, that's going to be a really exciting mini-season, so we'll be starting that next week, and we recommend that you uh, you pick up the book and follow along with us, and if you haven't read The Hunger Games, pick those up and just... I, I got through them in about five days myself, so uh, just, just zoom through them. Yeah, you can just read the whole trilogy and then save up a few of our episodes and then delve into the prequel and then we'll all be on the same page. Perfect. <laughs> and seriously, now's the, the perfect time to join us uh, on Patreon and to help support this show. We're really grateful that you've brought us this far. And if we want to continue the show and continue making, I think, the the quality content that we, we strive to put out, then your support really, really does make it so that we can do that. And so we want to thank you and encourage all of those who can to support us. Uh, even at a dollar a month is, uh, you know, really, really meaningful to us and helps us stay on and stay strong. And so please uh, head over to patreon.com slash geek between the lines. Yeah, we'd love to get your thoughts and have you jump into some of our discussions that we start with this book. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap us up this week. Thanks again so much for listening to this week's episode and to two years of Geek Between the Lines. You can find us on social media by searching for Geek Between the Lines on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. Or you can send us an email at geekbetween at gmail.com. You can also go to our website at bit.ly slash geekbetweenthelines to find all sorts of show notes and extra blog posts and, and other things as well. As always, we want to thank Kimberly Taylor-Pastel from Lacelet for designing our logo. She's been with us since the very beginning, and we're so grateful to her. You can find her designs at lacelet.com or search for Lacelet on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Until then, geek, geek out! out.